Exurga Deus disipentur inimici eius, et fugianque oderunt eum, aface eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. News today. It's actually an older story, but we've got proof. We've got video. We've got video from a body cam of a police officer talking to covert operatives who were contractors for the CIA talking about how the administration has betrayed the American people as they just let illegal immigrants flood across the border and ship them off to random places across the country. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangela, defende nos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidiam, diaboli est o praesidium. Imperatili Deus supplicas de precamur, tuque princeps militae calestis, satana maliosque spiritus malignos, quae ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum netrude. Amen. Coriesus sacratissimum miserere nobis, mater dolorosa ora pro nobis, speculum justitiae ora pro nobis, beatus carolus domo Austriae, Ora pro nobis. Domine ostende facim tuum et salvierimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <clears throat> I want to be angry about this. But it's really kind of difficult. First, because we've known for a while that the Biden administration has been shipping illegal immigrants across the country, but we did not really know how. And now we know how. There's at least one particular CIA intel contractor and a transport company that's flying people around the country in 740, excuse me, 737s and landing in the middle of the night. And the body cam footage that was leaked and published by the New York Post, and you can actually find it on the New York Post, so I would highly recommend if you actually want to see the video and get a full idea of what's going on, um, <clears throat> where the policeman in Westchester at the Westchester County Airport, who is charged with the security of the airport, is talking to the security contractors, these people who are delivering the the uh, the illegal migrants, and they are saying and and he's asking them for ID, and they're like, we can't show you any ID, and he's like, oh, okay. Um, well, who are all these people? We need their ID. Well, you know, we can't really do this or that or the other. Everything's supposed to be very hush-hush. And he's like, oh, okay. <clears throat> and he's annoyed. He's, he's exasperated. But do you know what he's not doing? He's not throwing anybody in handcuffs. He's not pushing them back on the plane. He's not calling up to hire. He's not making a stink about it. He is not letting anybody know that this is happening. He just rolls over and takes it because he's just doing his job. So while you have to take off your shoes and sometimes your belt, and you got to go through the scanner, you got to get felt up by the TSA agent and, and, you know, so they can make sure that you, you know, are safe to fly. These people, they just get them on the plane and they just fly them around the country and it doesn't even matter. And who cares? which is only part of the, the evil that's actually going on. 
because about if I'm rem- if I'm recalling correctly, there were about sixty children, and these people could be drug traffickers. These like no joke. The people who are the people who are getting off the plane and who are not showing ID and all that, they could actually be cartel affiliated, and he wouldn't know because the government issue ID with the specific mission and what they're supposed to be doing that is being kept under the wraps. And he and he, the officer who's in charge of security for this airport, is not doing his job. I mean, he's kind of doing his job. He's there to do his job, but he's not actually doing his job. Because if he was actually doing his job, he would actually be screening these people. He would be citing them for showing up for 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 showing up after curfew, because there's a certain time limit to where the flights are allowed to actually arrive and 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 people are allowed to move around because this is New York State, and nothing. The flights to Virginia, flights to Delaware, flights to New York, flights to who knows where. But we do know, actually, Virginia, De- Delaware, and New York. And New York is kind of important because they're landing in Westchester. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with New York geography, New York City is abutted by Westchester County on the northern border of the Bronx. And New York City has actually just passed a law a couple of months ago that illegal immigrants can vote. And this news comes on the heels overlapping, I guess you could say. It overlaps with the fact that they're refusing to, the fact that they're not securing our southern border, the fact that security officials are not doing their job, the fact that government contractors are consenting to fly illegal immigrants around the country. Think about this. You have federal contractors who are consenting to transport illegal immigrants around the country. Is this patriotic to you? Well, let me go ahead and answer you with the exact same answer given by this spook. The administration is betraying, has betrayed the American people. Those were his words. You can find it in the New York Post article. Some patriot you are, Mr. Federal Contractor Guy. Some patriot you are, Mr. Super Secret Squirrel Contractor Federal Agent, supposedly doing this for for God and country guy. Tremendously patriotic to allow an infiltration of millions of people who have no business here. Who are going to do the jobs that Americans have decided they no longer want to do because you have companies like Amazon. Who's just allowing them to die in tornadoes. Who's actually written it into their business plan that it is cheaper for these employees to die on the job than it is for them to actually have proper benefits and to be able to cash in on the benefits. Instead of actually instead of actually developing careers with Amazon, they're just getting the job for a year, maybe two years, and just moving on. And if you happen to die on the job, well, cool. That means we don't have to pay any vacation benefits. We don't have to pay 
time off. We don't have to pay any of those things. So they're coming to a place near you where they're going to vote, where they're going to take jobs, where they're going to make sure that you are permanently displaced in the land that you grew up in. Displaced from your home so they can get their great reset. So they can get their fourth industrial revolution. So they can get their entire remodeling and reimagining of capitalism. I want to be angry about this. And there's a lot, there's plenty actually to be disgusted by. I am disgusted by those supposed patriots who are, who are contracting for the federal government as Intel contractors Contractors for the Central Intelligence Agency. Just transporting illegal immigrants around the country. I am disgusted at this security agent at the airport who's failing to do his job. Why? Because it's supposed to be a super super secret squirrel mission and it's supposed to be non-disclosure. Nobody's supposed to know about it because if they find out about it, then everybody's going to know that the that the Biden administration is betraying the American people by trying to replace them with illegal immigrants. This same administration who's gone nutbag on vax mandates for federal contractors. Do you think that had something to do with the mandate? Remember that we've known that the vaccine and the masks are part of an ideology. They're part of a religion. And the people who are willing to cooperate with that ideology, the people who are willing to align with that ideology and follow that religion, those are the people they want in these positions so they can do these very things. So that TSA agent, that that sergeant, uh, excuse me, that police sergeant, who was probably wearing a mask, who's probably been vaccinated, who didn't stand up for his own rights, of course he's not going to stand up for what is right. Of course he's not going to actually do his job. He's just going to go with the flow. Why? Because that was the whole point. It was the whole point that the entirety of the federal government be put through an ideological purge so that the people who would stand up would be removed from their positions of security, responsibility, accountability, and power. That was the point. Remaking the nation in the image of the almighty dollar. Which, by the way, is not going to be almighty for very too much longer. In yesterday's episode, I told you about the $100 trillion lie. The fact that they were talking about spending $12 trillion on COVID while the Federal Reserve has been dumping $100 trillion into the global economy last year and the year before. Why? For the Great Reset. Because if they can destroy the dollar, then they have a perfect excuse to stand up the central bank digital currency. Billions may starve in the transition. 
because we didn't just flood our economy. It's one thing if we printed a whole bunch of dollars and all those dollars stayed in the United States and we had to deal with the inflation. They printed up a whole bunch of dollars and then they sent those dollars around the world to other financial institutions so that they could circulate the money. And the money is out there in circulation and inflation is rising. But the way that you mitigate that is you make sure that you don't have a hunt, you don't have five times the gross domestic product in cash floating around your own country. You dump that crap out into the rest of the world. You flood the whole market. And you destabilize the global economy for the Great Reset. Remember, it's built back better. This is all one image. This is all being done for one cause. And the plan is marching forward. And if they can't get 100% cooperation, then they will marginalize everyone who won't cooperate. They will get them out of positions of authority so that the people who will do their bidding are in the places of power. And you will get left behind. So that in the next eight years, you will own nothing. And whether you're happy or not, they don't care. Because you're not going to be voting for them anymore. And I find it actually wildly entertaining because I think these illegals who are, oh yeah, we're going to get to vote in these elections. Yeah, nah, not some. I mean, you, you'll get a couple. They will keep you just long enough until they don't need you anymore. And they will do to you the same thing they're doing to the rest of the citizens of the United States. And they will push them aside and they will try to do whatever they can to weed them out. <clears throat> and the only consolation that we have is that their plans will fail. But whether they fail this year, next year, or 10 years, that's not up to us. That's up to God. Because they may somehow manage to make this, this house of cards stay standing for just long enough. And they only need just long enough. Now, yesterday I was horrified that we were doing this to the whole world. I was horrified that we, the United States of America, the land of the free, would be the main agent of the destruction of autonomy and sovereignty around the world. The land of the free is going to be the executioner of liberty on earth. And liberty will die globally. They're going to get you to comply. And if they won't get you to comply, then they'll at least push you out where you cannot get in the way. <clears throat> and it's a shame. Because I honestly was hoping that we were going to come to the end and I wasn't going to have to talk about this stuff anymore. And it was going to be, okay, now the tide's turning. Get ready. Get your prayer on. This, that, and the other. Now, mind you, you need to get your prayer on. You need to be doing acts of penance and reparation. You need to be praying novenas. You need to be going to the Holy Mass and receiving Eucharist in reparation for the sins against Almighty God. You need to be doing all of these things. You need to be doing, you need to be performing acts of expiation for the souls in purgatory. You need to be doing all of these things because these things are going to be determinate as to your salvation and how much you are willing to sacrifice and how much you are willing to do for Almighty God is going to, is, is actually going to go on your ledger and God will supply the grace for anything that's deficient. And we know this. 
but we also have to be practical. And we have to understand that if your state in life is as a mother and a father, then your job is as a mother and a father first. If you're a father, you're a father first. You're a husband, you're, you're, you are head of the family first. If you're a mother, you are a mother first. If you are single and you're not religious and you're, and you're not consecrated religious, then you have a set of things that you need to do as well. Everyone has obligations that they have to fulfill in accordance with their state and status of, of, in life. And we need to get to it. We need to stay away from porn. We need to stay away from wanton entertainment. We need to stay away from the things that are going to distract us from the thing that matters most. The thing that matters most. The salvation of souls. Period. So it means making some preparations, making sure that your that your family is taken care of, making sure that you have a network to come together when all of this goes toes up. Because it's going to go toes up. They haven't sent out the Gestapo yet, but you know what I've noticed hasn't really died down? People trying to chastise other people for not wearing masks. You know what I've noticed hasn't died down? People still getting arrested for not having vaccines. In the United States, we thought we were crossing the Rubicon and everything was fine. We thought the floodwaters were finally going to recede. And in truth, I did think that they were going to start receding. Until I remembered that everything that's happens, everything that is happening right now, has happened up to now, and will happen in the future, as far as these people are concerned, is for the forward progress of their agenda. And their agenda is the fourth industrial revolution. Their agenda is the great reset. Their agenda is to bring the whole world under one battle of corporate leadership. Not the Christian corporate state, but corporate leadership. The leadership of the grandest, most sizable conglomerations around the world that will drag you by the nose wherever they want you to go. You think you're going to be sheep, dear family, you're not sheep. They're going to put a ring in your nose like a bull, and they're going to guide you wherever they want you to go, whether you want to go there or not. It took a couple of days for the dust to settle. It was a surprise. But these same people who are not protecting our southern border are crying about Ukrainian, the, the border of Ukraine and Russia. Meanwhile, Russia is doing everything that they can to try and make sure that the international community knows that they are not trying to start a war. Now, whether that's BS or not, it's really hard to say, but I'm inclined to take them at their word because I don't think they're part of the game. I don't think they're really in the club. I don't think Vladimir Putin is actually in the club. He may be close to the club. He may be club adjacent, but I don't think he's actually in the club. And I do believe that the world order that they're trying to set up will either move on with or without him, with or without Russia. And that's why he seems to be getting put in the situation that he's in. Because you cannot be build back better and Christian. Those are mutually exclusive, like communism and Catholicism, like socialism and Christianity, like Freemasonry and Catholicism. Those things are mutually exclusive, and you cannot be both. 
And Russia has decided that they are going to be a Christian nation. And so they're not going to get held to the same level of prominence. And as long as they're a Christian nation, that will make them the perfect tool with which to chastise the whole rest of the world. <clears throat> and I will tell you that most of the confusion and most of the disorder in my brain when it comes to trying to put all of these ideas out there has specifically been the fact that I did not expect to be within the borders of the guys on the wrong side. That is a very difficult thing to cope with. It's one thing to know that the whole system is a lie. It's one thing to know that they have that there are people out there who have an agenda. But when your nation is cooperating with the agenda against every one of your mental reservations, against everything that you know to be right, good, true, and beautiful, against everything that is morally correct, it's very difficult to sit on the sideline and say, well, let's go forth. I am very happy about the fact that the United States is not homogenous. That there are people in places like where I live and across the country who are not on board with any of this, who will try anything that they can in order to keep from getting swept up into this horror. <clears throat> but we're not going to get away from it. And at some point, we're going to have to do something about it. At some point, a portion of us are going to have to do something about it. Something more than what we're currently doing. And something less than prayer. And yes, I did say that correctly. Something less than prayer. Because physical action is less than prayer. Some of us are going to have to put it out there on the line. And we're going to have to figure out exactly when and how that is. At some point, we're going to have to try and figure out how to coordinate in such a way as to not be immediately tracked by the giant systems of AI, facial recognition, etc., so that these scales can be tipped in the other direction. And I don't know if it's going to take protests, and I don't know if it's going to take primary elections. And Like, honestly, I really don't know. I've never seen anything like this before. We've seen what has happened in the past. And all of this is happening alongside the fact that most of the people who would be absolutely willing to do whatever it is that is necessary. And I'm done beating around the bush. At some point, there's going to have to be a violent rebellion. That's going to have to happen. I don't know when. I don't know where that red line is. I just know that at some point in the future, you will not be able to look at what is happening right now, what is coming to pass, and say, yes, we can still manage to just wait this one out. At some point, we will have to stand up and act. And I don't know when that is. 
but I know that it happened with the Vendée, and I know that it happened with the Cristeros, and I know that it happened with St. Joan of Arc, and I know that it happened at the Battle of Lepanto, and I know that it happened in the Battle of Belgrade, and I know that it happened in the Crusades. I know that it has happened in the past, and at some point it must happen again. And make no mistake about it, this is not something that I'm looking forward to. This is not something that I'm like, oh, hey, where I'm sitting there, you know, getting my AR-15 and my hand grenades and my and my homemade explosives and crap like that. That is not what this is. This is the recognition that they're going to push too far. That they're going to overstretch, that people are finally going to say, no, we cannot stand this anymore and we have to act. But until that day, if you are not picking up your rosary, if you are not praying the breviary, if you are not praying the divine office, the little office, if you're not praying the Psalter or, or any of a hundred chapels, if you're not chaplets, if you're not praying the novenas, if you're not praying, fasting, doing penance, and doing everything that you can to make reparation for this, then you are exacerbating the problem. And you're reducing the likelihood that God will be able to intervene in a manner that is befitting of his greatest glory. Because what would be far better, what would be far better is for us to get on our knees and repent and beg God for mercy in a unanimous voice and him to draw back the curtain and lay waste to all of his foes to the assured victory that is his in the end. And if you think that that's not a thing that can happen, then you clearly haven't been paying attention to scripture or even history. We must atone. I have two favorite chaplets, the chaplet of Our Lady of Sorrows and the chaplet to the holy face of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And they're both fairly rapid fire chaplets. I would recommend them. If you can get an image of the holy face that has been touched to one of the sacred relics, great. If you can only have a chaplet that is blessed by a priest, great. Because it is not the power of the relic. It is the power of your faith and the power of your fidelity, your humility, your sacrifice, your fervent prayer. That is going to move the sacred heart of our Lord. It's going to be the power of your appeals with faith and charity and mercy and justice and prudence and temperance and the whole list of virtues. It is going to be your quality. Your surrender. Your self-mortification. It has always been the case in the past that it is us who it is. If, 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 I, if I am asking for something that is for the greater glory of God, I still need to ask. I need to ask early, often, and on my face in humility. 
And we need to do that before we're pushed back into a corner where we actually have to do something like pick up weapons. There is no need for our first volley to be the weakest weapon we have of mere bullets when our first volley can be the most powerful weapon we have with rosaries. With fasting. Because I'll be blunt. The United States is like the city of Nineveh. Every Catholic in the U.S. knows that we are headed to some sort of disaster. Whether or not they understand it, every Catholic knows. Every Christian knows. Every faithful Christian knows. The evangelicals who are very fervent about it, they see what's happening and they know. And us traditional Catholics know most. Because we know the formula. We know how it happens. We know the history. We know how this plays out, and we know what we have to do. And if we're not in sackcloth and ashes, if we're not self-mortifying, if we're not doing the things, then we deserve no intervention on the part of God, and we deserve all of the chastisement that we are going to get. And I will tell you, for those of you who are forgetting, that it is part of the message in Fatima that if we pray, if we pray the rosary daily, fervently, if we stop sinning and stop offending God, then the chastisement will be mitigated and may not even happen. At least not the way we expect. But if we keep on this path, if we keep sinning, if we keep offending him, if we keep blaspheming, if we keep presenting ourselves at the unholy altar of the unholy sacrifice of the jab, if we continue to present our faces covered in the unholy sacramental of the mask, if we continue to participate and partake in the human sacrifice that is abortion, organ donorship, and all of the and all of the industries of death and destruction that paint themselves in the colors of medicine and science if we continue to allow that if we continue to participate in that we're going to deserve everything that we get and it is that simple We are being betrayed by the people who are supposed to be leading us. And we're being betrayed because we ourselves are traitors. Because rather than obeying the holy popes of me- or the popes of holy memory who admonished us to make sure that we do not participate by putting our children in public schools, that we do not teach our children the errors of americanism, that we do not put our children in places where they cannot be properly catechized and formed as true and faithful Christians and Catholics. We neglected all of that. And we did the exact opposite.
And if we continue to do the exact opposite of what Our Lady has told us that she wants us to do, then we deserve every evil thing we get. And the famine, and the disease, and the war, and even nuclear winter will be better than what we deserve. I sometimes feel like I'm saying the same thing every day. I hope. I hope the message is getting across. Pray for the church. Pray for our nation. And pray for more voices to stand up and proclaim the truth and decry the lies so that all of our brethren can know the Lord is God. And we are one. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.